Greetings and welcome to the podcast. I'm Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So please make sure to hit that big fat yummy subscribe button. Technology versus tradition is a really interesting subject for the podcast because technology has consumed many industries, some for the better and arguably some for the worse. And the crosshairs of that revolution are now on the real estate industry. In this podcast, I will go over my thoughts on the very battle of technology versus tradition, and I will also give you some of my favorite websites where you can pull down some amazing data about you and your business as well. So without further ado, here is this week's episode of the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Greetings and thrice, I have a truckload of stuff to go over with you today. I'm going to give you some broad strokes and then I'm going to kind of get down in the weeds a little bit. I'm going to go over some tech stuff that you're going to have to look up because I'm obviously not going to demo it right now, but I've got some really good tech tips for you and I've got some really good listing tips for you as well that I'm going to get into in a second. But I wanted to give everybody kind of like a just a grand overview of the kind of pulse of where everyone is at, what, what, what's going on with the, the huge debate with tech versus traditional? Um, are real estate agents going to become unemployed in about five years? And, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think everyone, even the most resistant to change, has now accepted the fact that technology has to be part of our industry. It just has to be part of our industry. The platforms are not going away. There is not going to be a mass revolution where everybody pulls their listings off the MLS. Zillow is here to stay. Redfin, I think, is here to stay. All these other platforms that are coming out, you know, some of them will stay, some of them won't. But the landscape of real estate in the United States is forever changed and it will never go back to the way it was. And I felt that even the most resistant to that now had accepted that fact. It's all in the value add. If we are just, and this is my word, if we're just MLS jockeys, right? If all we're doing is seeing what's coming on the market, shooting it over to our clients, I think the days of those agents are numbered. Very much like, I, I often see comparisons between the real estate industry and law, right? So if I was in jail, God forbid, but if I was in jail, am I going to try and find an attorney on attorney.net? Am I going to be scrolling through my phone and looking at reviews? No, I'm not. I'm going to get a referral. I'm going to speak to someone who I trust to refer me to an attorney that can help get me out of jail. Now, obviously selling a house in some cases isn't quite as dramatic as being in jail, but it's a similar thing. This is a massive, massive sale. And I think that 
reviews online are great. And I think um, social media online is is incredibly important. I'm not going to touch on that really today because I bang on about that all the time. But having your identity being discovered and not just pictures of open houses and just solds and market reports, people are totally disinterested in that. And there is a movement to individualize every single email, every single outward bound piece of prospecting, right? Not marketing, so we need to market to the masses, but prospecting should be done on an individual basis. So those of us who really dig in and, and figure out who we are as real estate agents and learn more about our craft and work really hard to discover parts of our industry that we're maybe not as efficient into to, to just uh, contribute to our value add seems to me our job is going to be safe, right? And the one that, that unfortunately, I think the vanillaization of the real estate industry will continue. And I think there are going to be a lot of like absorptions and I think companies are going to buy other companies. And 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 I just think there's going to be a, an awful lot of vanilla out there. And so for us who are not vanilla, they really stick our neck out, talk what we talk about, you know, mention political beliefs, mention that we love punk rock, mention that we went to a Megadeth concert because we're not afraid to upset people. Not that anybody should ever be upset by going to a Megadeth concert. We will continue to attract business. It's all attraction, not promotion. I'm going to say that phrase again. It's attraction, not promotion, right? Endlessly saying I'm the number one this, number one team that. I'm the, you know, the, the number one agent on this fifth floor of an apartment building in the southeast corner of Washington, D.C. that sells two bedrooms. It's kind of getting ridiculous. People don't care. Okay, so I want to get some listing um, uh, techniques right now. Just a couple of real subtleties that I went, oh, that's a great idea. Let me let me bust them out for you right now. So I was watching, I can't remember who it was, but... Um, Something as simple as this, right? You go into what is one of the biggest nightmares that sellers have when you're selling their house, right? It's constantly getting it ready. It's constantly keeping it clean, right? There was a young lady and she said on all of their listings, they provide a complimentary cleaning service the day before the open house. Bing! Genius! absolute genius. If I was sitting there and everybody kind of feels and uh, looks the same, and then one person says to me, oh, by the way, um, we know what a pain in the bum it is to have you keep your place clean. Every Saturday afternoon, we're going to send a complimentary cleaning service to your home so your house will be pristine for the open house on Sunday. Yep, sign here. That would have me signing up. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The other one is this, right? Imagine you go to a house and it's a young family with three kids and it is, you need to do a whole bunch of work. Maybe you need to declutter and you need to work with your clients. Same thing. You say, hey, why don't we do this? Uh, a week on Saturday, I'm going to provide complimentary childcare for your three kids. Then we can really dig into the house, work as a team and get it ready value add that is going to 
have such an impact. I think even more than brochures and this, that, and the other, if you're saying I'm going to send a cleaner and I'm going to provide childcare, those are two massive things because moving house is so stressful, especially with people with kids. I speak from experience. And then other things, of course, which is, you know, people talked about going out for dinner afterwards and sending people to a day at the spa. Those are no brainers, but the providing a cleaner and a babysitter slash childcare for a day is absolutely genius. Okay. Let me get into, you guys are going to have to dial these up because I'm going to move really fast because I'm going to run out of time. Okay. Tech tips. So did you know, did you know, (laughs) sound like one of those infomercials. Um, so Number one, videos with captions. We all see them. Gary Vee has videos with captions all over the internet. Videos with captions get opened. Get this. 80% more than videos that don't. And videos already kill everything else. So if you're adding captions to your videos, not only are you getting more clicks because you're on video, but you're then going to up the ante and super turbo it if you have captions on it. Now, captions are a massive pain in the ass to do unless you send your film and your footage that's finished, of course, off to rev.com, rev.com, rev.com. They will put captions on your videos for ridiculously cheap prices. I think it's like a dollar a minute. So if I've got a 20-minute video, do I really want to sit down or hire someone to sit down and do uh, words on on my videos, because it'll take all day. No, I'm going to send it off to rev.com. They get it back to you within about, I don't know, three hours, and it has the captions on it, all lovely and gorgeous. And uh, that, to me, was another big eye-opener. A second one is this, belive.tv, belive.tv. I'm sure some of you know about this one. What belive.tv, it's 20 bucks a month, or it's 12 if you want the basic, but it's 20 bucks a month and you get the ability to have really much more produced videos on Facebook. It gives you the ability to have interviews where you can do a split screen or you can have four people or you can have two people and a product. Um, it's it, And it's so inexpensive. It's a no brainer. Case in point is this. Imagine if it was a real estate team or maybe even a real estate uh, agent with their client talking about how to work a nest thermometer, uh, uh, thermostat. You know, I know this is like, oh my God, really? Why would anybody do a video on that? You'd be surprised, right? Tech, tech for your new home. Let's talk about the Nest thermostat, right? You've got you, you've got your client, your client's telling you how much they love you. You're doing a demo of the thermostat. You can take yourself into the stratosphere. There's a million, million things to do. Okay. I'm going to give you a website where you can compare and contrast how your social media posts are doing up against other people. So playbuzz, uh, sorry, buzzsumo.com, buzzsumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O.com allows you to check what's performing well, where it's performing. This is really more out of the social media arena, more like in Reddit and publications online, etc. So it's really interesting. I did it this morning and I found some really, really interesting results. But it's a way for you to track what's working, what people are talking about, what they're not talking about. Buzz Sumo. Okay. Playbuzz.com. Playbuzz, P-L-A-Y-B-U-Z-Z.com allows you to create 
um, really interesting kind of graphics and, and animations and info videos that just look really, really nice. So for example, imagine if you were going to do a video of the top three tips that new first time home buyers should be aware of. This would be the type of software that you should use. It's really inexpensive. You can do videos and, and graphics and infographics that look really super slick. Um, so that is, it makes it, it makes your pieces feel a lot more professional and a bit more kind of newsy if that's your, if that's your jam. So that's playbuzz.com, hotjar.com, H-O-T-J-A-R.com allows you to have a heat map on your website. Meaning when people go on your website, where are they clicking? Where are they hanging? Are they, are they hanging out on the left hand side? Are they hanging out on the, on the, uh, about us page? Are they hanging out on your listings page? Where are people interacting with your website? Obviously this is dynamite information. So that one is hotjar.com. Sorry, my English accent. Hot, hot jar. Is that better? There you go. Um, okay. And the last, not last, I got two things left for you. One, another one, an app. This is for people who want to do Instagram TV or Instagram stories. Storio, which is S-T-O-R-E-O. It's like stereo with an O in the middle. Storio is an app that allows you to film vertically that, that will, that will then automatically chop it into 15 second pieces for your stories. Small, but useful, right? We all do this. We shoot it and then we drop it into another app that then chops it and then we upload it individually. Storyo kind of cuts that process down for us a little bit. And then last but not least, there were some bots. I'm going to be getting into bots later in the year. So I'm just going to give you the name of two chat bots that people are using on Facebook. One is chat fuel, chatfuel.com. Uh, no, not .com. Chat, just look up, um, uh, Facebook bot chat fuel. And then the other one is many chat. We should all have bots on our Facebook pages. This is going to be the future of prospecting. People don't mind one or two questions with a bot, but what people, what, what your potential audience, your potential demographic, your client base want more than anything is what? You. They want you. People work with you because they like you. So they don't just want to be, they don't want you to hide behind a bunch of tech that does everything automatically. They want you. The big takeaway for me is this. As technology, I think technology has reached a point now where there is just so much of it, it can almost make us invisible. We must be accountable to our clients at all times. People like to see your face. People like to hear your voice. Now, if you can't call and you can't get in front of them, there are so many other options like BombBomb and a whole, I mean, doing, if you're doing like an inspection on a property, you can send the report to the client via BombBomb. They feel like they've sat in front of you and they haven't, but there's that one-on-one. Treat your clients like gold. We're not going away. The best of the best of us are actually going to increase our business and capture more. Those of us that are MLS jockeys, I would start looking in the classified ads pretty soon because I think those guys are going to be going away. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. Have a great week. Kill it. And I will speak to you all soon. Later.
Okay, so that's about it for another episode of the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, thanking you personally for subscribing, for leaving your comments, and please feel free to share this to anyone else that you think will get value from it. And until next time, when hopefully I will not have a cold, this is Pete Lorimer signing out from the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. Toodaloo.